0: Interrupt this program to bring you a special report. I can't believe it's news. Really? Here's Brad and John. Well, I'll tell you about the doctors saving the man with the too much zinc in his body. But first, we'll tell you about some zookeepers at the Houston Zoo and their quick, creative thinking. They're MacGyvering to save a Peruvian jumping stick. It's like a grasshopper. Okay. The keepers at the Houston Zoo... Wanted to save a Peruvian jumping stick, which is basically like a stick-like grasshopper. After one of the not- uh, workers noticed there was a problem during the insect's molting season. You know, like they go through a molting season. What happens about six months old where they shed their exoskeleton, if you didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> well, one of the Peruvian jumping sticks was going through And during the post-molt process, she had... <laughs> You know, she shed her exoskeleton and her head was too heavy without the exoskeleton to to hold her head up. And so she's supposed to be climbing around in the trees and things like that, but she couldn't hold her head up. And um so they th- they got well, we gotta figure out something to some kind of splint or something. So, a head splint? A or splint. a body something yeah. for the body. Well, I mean you know it's like a stick. It's like it looks yeah. like, you know and so the lady at the zoo cleaned off a, a Q-tip and uh, got some tape and whatever, and <laughs> and was able to use the Q-tip against the Peruvian jumping stick's neck to keep it stable and, and, and an extremely tiny little splint <laughs> with a Q-tip. They said a few days later, the Peruvian jumping stick neck brace was removed, and she was able to support her own head because the exoskeleton started you know, hardening up or whatever. And there she was. They said, okay, we can take the thing off it. That's just weird to me, you know. You're looking at an insect going, something's wrong with that thing. What do we need to do? They can do that. They well, can let's get, get a that tiny done. neck
1: brace for this grasshopper out of a Q-tip. I can't even get the harness off my dog without him yelping, and they can do that with a with a little grasshopper. All right, we Brad, we have the... It's punishment time now for this knucklehead who we have addressed before. This is trees that we're going to. We're going to the trees in New Jersey. This is the guy who chopped down ah. his neighbors' trees, many trees, because he wanted a better view of New York City. Okay, they're they're in Jersey, but they've got a view of the skyline off in the distance. And this guy, again, without his neighbor's permission had all these trees chopped down. I forget how many it was. It was thirty-two. Thirty-two trees. Okay. And he had he did have contractors come out and do it. So it was like a professional job. But I guess it wasn't they didn't clean up or something afterwards. They didn't clean up enough of it. And um, and and this the guy homeowner was probably pissed. They weren't his trees. This guy think. lives in a five thousand no it wasn't. Oh it, it was it was his the guy who had trees. the yeah, it was the neighbors' trees. He <laughs> chopped down the neighbors' trees on their, their property. This guy has a five thousand square foot colonial mansion and he wanted that that view of the New York City skyline. So he, he commissioned this these people to come out and to pretty much D-tree the area. And and then this guy lived like that for about a year, and then he was like, Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna sell my house now. So he ended up selling the house anyway for $1.8 million, a half million more than what he paid for because now he's got, you know, he's got a better view of New York City. So somebody comes in, oh, look, I get a house in Jersey with a view of the skyline. So this guy jacked up the price of his home, a half million dollars, by cutting down his neighbor's trees. But that money is going to be lost because he is facing a one million dollar bill from the state of New Jersey, and this guy—he's got to pay this guy. He's been fined thirteen thousand dollars, and I think he's got to pay the guy a million dollars for uh-huh. all
0: that. Yeah, I remember that story, and the bill comes due, and it, we'll wrap things up by going to New Delhi, and a uh, a doctor doctors at this New Delhi hospital successfully removed thirty nine coins and 37 magnets from the intestine of a 26-year-old bodybuilder. He had swallowed the coin's thinking the zinc would help build his body up. Zinc's good for your body. Whatever. <laughs> when you're weightlifting, when you're a weightlifter and a bodybuilder, yeah. you got to have the zinc in there. To- Instead of buying one of those pills that has all of the side effects, yeah. let me just swallow the coins. Yeah, swallow the coins. And then, so he swallowed the coins to help the bi- build the, the body. But the magnets, the 37 magnets he swallowed, he thought would ensure the coins stayed in the intestine, to help absorb the zinc. The doctor said, we would like to inform people that ingestion of these foreign bodies could be life-threatening, If and please don't do it. According to the doctor, the patient came to the hospital's emergency room after repeated vomiting and pain in the abdomen for more than 20 days. He was not able to eat anything, and the relatives told doctors he consumed coins and magnets over the past 20 days. I mean, come on!
1: The reason he couldn't eat anything was because he had so many magnets in him. Every time he went to the refrigerator, he got stuck. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs>
1: That's what happened to him. But they, he's going he's gonna to make
0: it. You know, they there were some complications and whatever, but they got it out of there. And they said, dude, if you want zinc in your diet, there's better ways to do it than eating coins and magnets.